Hey, and welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Sam. And my name is Easton. And today we're going to talk about traditions. Do you have any traditions? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Um. I'm not sure. Yeah, me neither. And that's the end of the show, everyone. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bear their souls Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living And some things that don't It's, it's let's, let's get, get a, a drink, drink sometime, sometime. Alrighty Here we are Word how was, up How was that? Good, we got the intro out of the way <laughs> Oh, cool Yeah nice. He, um, I don't, I don't, you might want to talk to him. He says he's drinking Jim Beam, and <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, I mean, are you even German? I'm not typically that kind of parent, but it's podcast day. <laughs> Anything goes on podcast day. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's funny when I grew up, um, with my mom, you know, Italian mom she always had like a little red you know glass of red wine every once in a while and she she's like do you want to try it and i loved it it was like the best and i tell my kids i'm like do you want a sip of wine they're like ugh, no yeah <laughs> um i don't different know times different times they're not into it which Mm-mm. is fine but I, you know, for me, by the time I got to high school, nothing, no, alcohol didn't really hold a lot of valuable, you know, sorry, value mm-hmm. to me because, um, you know, it was just around. Um, I think that's probably better in some ways, but. I too remember, actually I don't remember, um, there's a photo of my dad, uh, I was really young and, um, He's holding a beer to my, to my toddler face, mm-hmm. and I, I I sip it and I made a weird face. Um, I think it's just kind of like one of those things. It seems really bad, but like a sip here isn't going to do anything, right? Um, but it's just kind of it's like one of those things that is um like tradition in raising your kids, yeah, right. How's that for a segue? I mean, it couldn't have been better. Couldn't have been better. (laughs) So, um... I'm I'm debating on whether to do the intro again, but I think I'm just going to keep it. That's fine. Um, I'm, like, out of my order now, though, but that's fine. (laughs) What are you drinking? I had a stow cider, lonely stow cider, in my... Lonely. It was so lonely. In my uh, in my fridge, so that's the precious um, sound that I normally hear from your end. Here we go. Right. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. How is it? Dependable. Dependable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, you're not gonna believe what I'm drinking tonight. Colby Red. No. Oh no, I'm not, because I don't know these things. But what is it? Tell me I- now. I am also drinking a cider. Get out! It, it is not what you just said, um, but <laughs> what is so, it? So, so um, 
when Amy and I went up to Asheville, we stopped by this. Uh, it's like the Blue Door. I don't know what beer, Blue Door Beer House or something like that. Yeah. And um, they just had these. Like we spent probably way too much money there. We spent like a hundred bucks on just like random beers and shit. Ooh. Um, but so this one I. Of you. Yeah. I saw this one. It is by Sh- uh, Shaxbury Sh- Cider. Mm-hmm. Um, so, int- so like you do not live in Vermont. No. Um, but it is called the Vermonter. But I immediately thought of you because that's like in your geographical area. Um, yeah. So, I mean, well, hell of a lot closer than me. Yes. So, um yeah it's the vermonter or if you look at we oh we need to post i forgot we're posting stuff again um it's either called the vermonter or it's called the vermonter 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 (laughs) because that's what it says on the label right um it is a cocktail inspired ode to the green mountain state did not know vermont was a green mountain state for best results consume outdoors that was okay. a very, that was a very odd, um, uh, whatever's, but here we go. Here we go. Ooh, interesting. Um, it has gin botanicals. Does, gin I mean, botanicals. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what that means. I don't, I don't know ciders. Tell me now. What are gin? But I mean, it's really good. It is not like, and to be fair, I do not drink a lot of ciders. I literally drank one back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can find this. It is. I mean, it's from Vermont, so it's not like a misnomer. Um, I like this a lot. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's got a tad bit of sweetness to it, but it's not sweet like a um, strongbow or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really... Hmm. Well, we talked about this. I don't really like it very sweet. I think you'd like this one. You should I mean, definitely I'm find down. it. Yeah, if I can find it, I'll definitely... I can ask... There's this, There's this like, one, you know... Um, this one store. As we call them here, the package store. I don't know why. But anyway, um, we can... I can go there, and she, she's good at getting a handle on things so um let's see pretty much every gin this is not a gin but the explanation of gin botanicals pretty much every gin in the world will have four base botanicals juniper coriander seeds a root usually angelica and then a citrus peel okay so that's what it's so it's it's cider with those gin botanicals in it I feel like it w- it kind of changes my concentration level, but like I can learn to work my way around it. But if I post while we are podcasting, yep, you know, I just did two, two of them, two of them. I what? Know. Crazy. All right. I'm a major contributor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad that he's laughing at me. No, it's just. We're we both of us. It's I'm laughing at both of us. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. It is. 
You know, I do seriously believe that we should be just sneaking in like at least three more episodes, like somewhere in the a week. I, <laughs> in the, <laughs> in, the <laughs> in the academic school year because then we can just throw right. a couple out because it's tough. Like, um, this is you know a bit of a waffle, but like the last one, I think we talked about. I think you can hear in my voice like how I'm struggling, you know, in the last episode to like hold on to summer and the and right. how to do it. Um, and and now I think that I'm at this point where, you know, you've been holding, you know, how when you're like holding it together for so long that um, you just have like a really big cry. Cause you don't have to do that anymore but it's not necessarily like a happy cry it's like you just had to hold it for so long to get mm-hmm. through it that like you allow yourself to feel the sadness and the frustration and so and like it kind of sucks because it sort of coincided with the anniversary of my mom's death but this is exactly what happened last year is like hmm. i just you know, between it, like my kids are older too, so in some ways I've I'm co- I've come through like one harder part. You know, I'm not having to assist them in the day, but you know, I'm literally leaving them to their own devices in the house. Or, uh, and, and that's fine, other than the fact that they're playing video games and and they're on their i they're on their iPad, and, and I don't love that. Um, but I don't have an alternative. Um, you know, and then I sort of made this like list. I think I spoke about it in the episode, like of what they could do. So every you know hour or so, I'd sort of be suggestive, like get outside and do this, or da 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 and do this, and so that was helpful to break it up a little bit. Um, but you know, other than that, if they weren't here doing the that, they were at camp, and I don't know what's harder because I was you know running around crazy like between my own work meetings and deadlines and KPIs and you know projects and expectations professionally then you have to you know switch the coin and sometimes I mean you're doing it all at one time because then you have to take them places and camps are not made for working parents like it's not structured that way so like you're holding it together you're holding it together you're holding it together and then it all just stops and suddenly you're faced with, I don't have to do multiple things at one time anymore, but I'm also like just this overwhelmed feeling just allows you just allow it to, I guess, flow through your body. And, and that's fine. So I think I'm in the middle of that. Um, and like, I notice my mood is either going one way or the other. Like I'm, I'm either like, I feel good about this. It's okay. <laughs> or I'm like, I'm really lonely. I miss my kids. And I feel sad. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know. So, right. um, I think that that's where I'm at. And so, anyway, to segue back into traditions and rituals and customs, oh my, I I kind of <laughs> thought about this because I think that that is the that's the saving grace, is that um, you get back into a routine and. That's kind of the stuff that's like making me hopeful. Um, like, like I'm kind of hanging on to it a little bit. I mm-hmm. really, uh, you know, this is my second 
year here officially in Connecticut. Right. Um, and so we, we've like been in this period of creating, recreating what you do annually as far as customs, rituals and traditions. So, um, the first one on deck is uh, meatball sandwiches to honor my mom's death. Um, I just remember really loving her having some like pensive, like quality conversations with me around leftover meatballs and how hmm. she made it, you know, into a sandwich the next day. And, and like, just like regular white bread and I'm gluten free. So I have to buy like the closest thing to, you know, gluten free white bread, which is, you know, dissimilar and not in the same way. You're doing the industry does its best. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, just uh, it, it was never like really heavy on the sauce or anything like that. But yeah, like last year we did that um, because Mira had asked just randomly, like, what would you, what would Nona want you to do on this air? What would have she done? And um, I was like, meatball sandwiches. So um, we. Her anniversary was yesterday, but it was bloody raining, like biblical proportions of rain. We haven't gotten rain all summer. Um, so, which is, you know, it was, I think it added to my somberness um, of the day. But at the same rate, I got a bunch of red leaves in sight because the, the leaves are starting to turn really early because it was dry over the summer. So that kind of felt like she was with me anyway. But um, over the weekend, we'll do the meatball sandwiches, which will be nice. I am a huge fan of meatball sandwiches. They're so good. Um, it's funny. <clears throat> so, like, I, I, I don't think we have a lot of, like, your typical traditions. Mm -hmm. And I almost wanted – I didn't do the, all the research. But I was like, okay, well, you know, I kind of wanted to go into, like, why do we even have traditions? Like, Ooh, like deep thought. <laughs> yeah, because like there's and you know, what little research I have done, so much of it it revolves around religion. That's my guess. A lot of it revolves around religion. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is political, um, yeah. and then there's just like there's there's when 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 uh, when you take that out of it, it is more about like togetherness and um, honoring something. Yeah. Whether it be a birth or a death or, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but so much of it is just, like, made up, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but, and, and that's where, like, we, the Deeds is, as a family, we kind of rebel against tradition. And, and, and. Yeah. I mean, like, my, like, we, I mean, we, I guess we, we celebrate the kids' birthdays. We celebrate our birthdays too, but it's, it's not, it's just different, I guess. And then, um, I've like, heard you say like something around your anniversary or Valentine's day where Amy was like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amy is not a flowers lady. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the last time I bought her flowers was, um, and see, see I the grew time up. She told you never to do it. Yeah. Again. <laughs> I mean, it, it was literally probably like 12 years ago. <laughs> I mean, that's how long. And, you know, I grew up my my uh, the deeds is tend to be a little bit on the romantic side. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
you know, I learned from my dad that those sort of elements of, of life. And, and so, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, and I've had girlfriends before where you buy them flowers and they're like, oh, ah, ah. you know, they're all happy and stuff. And Amy is just completely different. Just why did you do this? And then, she, <laughs> then, then she remembers it's a nice gesture and she goes, oh, uh, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like our anniversary, um, we don't, we don't. Like, we'll go out and stuff, but most of the time, like, day of, we forget. Like, yeah. literally both of us. I re- she forgot, um, like, the first six or seven years of, of our marriage. She would forget, and mm-hmm. I would remember. And it was always like this. I guess that was the tradition of, like, hey, I got you something, but you didn't get me something. Ha, ha, ha. Um as dumb That's as that such sounds. a really weird situation because you're like <laughs> ha 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 ha, but most of the time someone's kind of upset, right? Um, and and then, I will yeah. say, like people, when you have these customs, rituals, traditions, uh, I, I I think that there is a magic metal to it because if you have really high expectations, you're always disappointed. Yeah, always. you will be. No, I mean like. 21st birthday whatever wedding and i'm not saying that because it wasn't a happy day for me it was a happy day for me right Um, but it but it's it's just a day you know it's just it's just a day um i think i think we as a society um put too much value into like the things that we think should be traditional does that make sense I think we, I think like capitalism has sort of, oh yeah, absolutely, like made this into. Do you do you rainbows, re- fairies, and butterflies, and like you can't live up to that unless. Do you know. do you remember the TV show Bridezillas? I mean, I've known a couple of them. So I think I, re- I was one. <laughs> I remember. No, I don't. Many years that. ago, when I, I don't, I don't watch reality TV shows. Well, for the most part, I have watched a couple um, non-traditional ones, mm-hmm. um, but there was a show that came out called Bridezillas, and that's when I knew that the marriage, like the traditions of marriage, mm-hmm. were just shit. Yeah. Like once it becomes this capitalistic entity of. It's it, it was the show was literally promoting like the bride gets whatever the hell that she wants. It has nothing to do like that was <clears throat> that's the thing I see with a lot of stuff is like and I'm not trying to shit on brides. Yeah. I'm not tr- watch it's just it. this Seriously. is this is just the I'm this gonna is, fight you in a second. You're on very so, uneven ground. Well the thing is I I don't, I don't Okay. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. There well, isn't, I've never okay. walked out. We're, take, we're going like hard left on this because <laughs> I kind of wanted to go like month by month that there's any like fun thing you do and keep it light and flappy. Okay. Well, but real quickly. I will say that weddings are a cesspool for people taking offense at everything. So and, to me, the, the wedding. So Amy and I had a little bit of, of a thing with our wedding. And I literally had to tell her, like, I am not a decoration. It is also my wedding. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I'm getting at is 
we tend to we tend to look at with weddings in particular we tend to look at this wedding as this this um showy thing oh look at me look how great i am and that's just not what it is like you're you're coming together you're celebrating you know what you hope is the rest of your life with this person with your family and that's what it should be it shouldn't be this like monstrosity of a thing where you're just being a and grooms too like someone's just being a horrible person and nothing else matters but their happiness like that's not what a marriage is that's not what a wedding should be either i think that you know, i mean i can't speak for men but i i can speak for women where we've got like this disney culture and weddings are a big deal right sure like, you know i get that and, but I think that that sort of poisons the the environment right. because really what you are is exhausted and you have a lot of people looking at you and, you know, it's too hot and this thing, this thing got, you know, everyone comes to you and, um, or, you know, and like there's different ways to orchestrate, uh, you know, all the things that could go wrong or right in the day. But I'll tell you what, I've been to, beyond my wedding, I've been to a lot of weddings and when, you know, you have these people that say, oh, my God, it was the best day of my life. When I look at them, like when I look in their eyes, I'm like, this is the best day of your life because I've seen you happier. <laughs> and, and like, I'm, I'm sure anyone that's watching this is like, oh, I guess. Look at her. But no, the, the reality is, is that there are special moments. There's super special moments. Like I remember my friend Jeff being the first person out on the dance floor and I'll remember it for the rest of my life because he looked like he was having such a fun time and he just like led the place into happiness. And I'll always remember that. Like these little these little vignettes in my head. Mm -hmm. Um but generally speaking, I was like, This is a lot to do about a little thing. I mean, like the marriage is is the wedding is different than like the union the marriage um it kind of takes on its own form and then as fast as it comes in is as fast as it goes out and and so i just feel like and and then you know and then you know you move on to the next thing like i remember the day after my wedding someone's like when are you gonna get married when are you gonna get pregnant and it's like what right <laughs> i don't know i don't know um but, you should yeah, have I been mean, like three days ago. <laughs> Last night. Um, but, you know, this is different from like the things that are you just make special because that feels special, you know, and I can, uh, you know, equate it with uh, I did have like the wedding that I wanted and I did spend all of that money. And I, I honestly think. I had to get legally married beforehand because we were right. traveling right after. And, you know, we got married in a garden. My dad, who is a judge, he married Matt and I. And um, we went out to dinner in Old Town Alexandria. And that day was just... And my sister, like, she lent me the, the outfit that I wore. And I, I was really comfortable and I loved it. And it was such a beautiful day in this gorgeous garden. And everyone was so happy. And I just remember thinking, that day was just as special. It was really fun and peaceful and great. And um, that's sort of between having those two days, <laughs> uh, 
that that has been a marker for you make your own special and i've kind of done that yeah see i agree with that because like if i had if i had more time i would honestly like just shit on like our our sort of modern what we call traditions because something like um meatball sandwiches on the anniversary of your mom's death like Mm -hmm. that is a that that is my type of tradition yeah you know and like i think i think to get off the wedding thing because most of that is just it's very new age and capitalistic and blah 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 um i think we need to kind of revert back to like okay what do what traditions make us who we are Mm-hmm. and what do they mean to us and and how are we whether you're trying to remember like a birth or a death or a special event I think it even goes a step further than that sorry to interrupt I think it's okay. we're having our children the people that we pass our traditions on how does this make them feel right and that's cool like is it a sense of family is it a sense of togetherness and it, that's why you do it um, yeah. Like, are you? Is it attainable happiness in in that special? Little I don't. Bit? I don't even know. I don't even know if it's. I mean, obviously, happiness. Okay, so the one thing I'm thinking I mean, of versus like a, a a laborious wedding. You know. Got, like, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is gotcha. It okay. Easy enough to carry the plan without right. people being offended. Without you know all the other variables like can you can you do it um and like the meatballs and solitaire to honor my mom that that's something we can do yeah totally um and be just as happy as you know whatever those biggest moments that i've had in my life you know does it equate yes you you know you know what i also like about that tradition of yours is Mm. the fact that you know i I learned how to handle death um, kind of at an early age. And my dad and I have always had this relationship with death mm-hmm. that it's... Um, we'll, we'll always... And this is very much a me, him thing. I never talk about this with, like, Amy. But, you know, <laughs> my dad my dad and I, like, you know, he'll make jokes. Like... Oh yeah, when I'm dead, you know, you get all my records, you know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that, and it's just I've always had that sort of out. I mean, it is inevitable, and and so no one escapes life alive, right? And yeah. and and so like when it comes to death, I'm more um, in tune to those sorts of traditions or, or whatever. Um, but so what other? What other non-traditional um, traditions yeah. do you do you have? I love the meatballs. Uh, I mean, so even just around the meatballs, I have I have a handful that I'm gonna rattle off. But um, even just the meatballs, like the making of the meatballs, is done in like okay. the Italian way in which my grandmother taught my mom and her family taught her. Where uh, there's <laughs> we call it like punch the meat like towards the end when it's all mixed um you you know kind of punch a hole in it and pour some olive oil in there okay and you dip sections of the meat that you're about to roll in the olive oil and then roll it um 
And so, like, I love that I, you know, after it's mixed up, Mira and Easton will, you know, without hesitation, do that. Um, <laughs> like, that's been passed down for longer than I, I think I'll ever know. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And, um, you know, some of this has been switched around. Like, we, Easton was talking about it. We used to go camping around Easter because the seasons were switched, um, you know, southern right hemisphere. In Australia, Australia, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I'd like to work in camping in the fall before it gets too cold. Um, apple picking in the fall. Um, there's two kinds of cookies that my kids like. One is macarons, like French macarons. And then the other one is macaroons, like coconut macaroons. Mm, right, right. Um, so Mira likes the macaroons and Easton likes the macarons, the French macarons. So we make that. That used to have to be in a different time period because it's hot and mixing egg whites in hot. But it's <laughs> fine. You know, we kind of do it for Christmas. Um, right. Like we used to have to make this. Um, we used to make this lime avocado pie. And it's like, that's a summer pie, um, you know, because you, it's, it's yeah. kind of like a key Those lime s- pie, right? Yeah. You wouldn't have that at Christmas. Those so. are very summery ingredients. Yeah, but you would have that in Australia during mm. Christmas because that's what you did. So uh, there's things that I'm still kind of like working out, I guess. Um, I was looking at my uh, time hop or, you know, memories, Facebook memories, and I realized that this time, like last Saturday, a year ago, we went bowling uh, for the holiday weekend. And now I'm like, guess what we're always going to do? We're going to go bowling <laughs> every holiday, you know. So um, are you are you, are you you the type of person who kind of, like, like what you just said, are you the mm-hmm. type of person who tries to find traditions or? That's just haphazard. Like, I didn't know that that actually happened. But now that I know it, I'm like, well, so, we're going to do that. But why... I guess that's my that's my question is like why like oh we went bowling Labor Day weekend last year we have to do it this year like uh, why well, why make we that didn't a tradition actually I think that that's the beauty of it I didn't actually know that we went mm-hmm. um, we like we went bowling on Saturday and then I checked my Facebook and and we had gone and I saw in the memories I was like ah meant to be didn't even know um, okay so that was kind of cool. Um, Does I, I everyone mean, like bowling in your family? Yeah, I mean we're not good, okay. we're horrid, but that's, yeah, that's the fun about it. I know we have a lot of fun, and and I think it also teaches Easton to lose, which he's not great at, and so you know we're gaining some skills there. Right. Um, yeah, it's hot, Easton. Thanks. Um, <laughs> he just turned on the fan. Um, and I'm I'm trying to think like. And I think that there's room for new ones, you know, like at some point, God willing, their dad is able to move closer. And so those that's an area for exploration um, where, you know, we're going to have to share kids. And um, like I'm 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 ready for it. I'm here for it, as they say. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's still shaping, but I'm also, when they were really little, like before we moved to Australia, every May we did the American Cancer Society walk. Um, and I would like to get back to something like that. Um, 
I'd love to kind of have some sort of monthly thing with them where they kind of look at recycle, reuse, re reduce kind of things, some sort of like little things that you can do. I kind of think about that sometimes. You're, um, you're, you're such a philanthropist with your I traditions. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm going to. I'm just going to sign off and <laughs> mo most of my traditions. So like, I like, like, oh, um, wait, I have, I have, I have two more, um, before I lose them. Sorry. Um, good. in Connecticut, they have fair season. Do you guys have fair season in the fall? No. What is that? So like Virginia didn't have this, you know, we have 4th of July, but I can't think of anything that has like any sort of like, like you said, like government or, um, historical kind of uh, political significance um but there's there's the muster um what <laughs> the muster <laughs> which is apparently it's a really big deal the best fireworks i've ever seen <laughs> on the on the shoreline of connecticut okay um, what easton it's the mustard. No, it's not the mustard. <laughs> it's the mustard. No, it's the mustard. <laughs> is it is it whole grain or? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they they people dress up in their like previous Civil War gear and like they have like t uh, bands that play and march in the streets, um, and then at night there is fireworks. Um, to celebrate the muster, I don't. I gotta look it up. I, what I is think, the significance of the muster? I think. And like uh, every every shoreline town or every Connecticut town has their own muster, um, and and you can go to all the musters if you really want to. Um, just like there's fair season, so like here where I live, every town has a fair. And, I was you know, gonna say, is that like a, a like a craft fair type? Thing? No, no, it's no. like roller coaster rides and oh, okay, like the ones you roll in and, and hope you don't die from. Um, Sounds horrible. I know it's great, like funnel cakes. You know what I mean? And yeah. you have them in every town, so you could literally in fair season go week by week by week by week by week. You know what I mean? To go to these fairs. I mean, you'll spend thousands, but what is the significance? I mean, muster is a military term. Yeah. Of the muster. It said mustard seed. <laughs> um, deep river ancient muster. Anatomy of a muster. I wonder... So... How old is the Deep River Muster? The earliest recorded gathering of the Deep River in Deep River was for a field day on May 13, 1879, when musicians came together to honor the history of the fife and drum in America's Revolutionary War Militia Service. The first time Deep River was referred to this gathering as a muster occurred in 1953. I wonder if, if there's... Um more musters in uh, the north because they won we won to be fair i am a first generation southerner so i can say we won as well that's right that's but right. <laughs> uh and i totally would would my ancestors fault 
in the north. But um, that's interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. So um, anyway, go ahead. The things that you got going on over there. So. People making moonshine on the first day of spring. No. 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 I don't. I don't know. Well, I'm sure there. I don't know those people. <laughs> I'm sure I do know those people, but I don't. I like Southerners. I'm just kidding. I went to West Virginia <laughs> University. They make moonshine. Um. <laughs> West Virginia, I'm not necessarily antiquating, or I just was spouting, and I'm very sorry if I've offended anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from this. Uh, well, uh, never mind. So, like, uh, like, I'm trying to think of the traditions that we have, and a lot of it is like again non-traditional. Like every now and then, has nothing to do with the day or or a month. Um, we have family movie night and every family movie night um i make all of us come down to the basement all four of us we've been Mm -hmm. doing this for years it used to be everyone wanted to do it and now it's like i have to force a couple people to do it and then five minutes into the movie they're enjoying the shit out of themselves but i still had to force them to do it Mm -hmm. but i go out i get movie theater style candy you know like in the boxes Mm-hmm. And we sit and we cuddle up in blankets and we watch the movie, and it's just like random, you know. Like there's, yeah. it's just like we're having a movie night. This is what we're doing. Um, so yeah, non-traditional tradition. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, Amy and I. We do. I mean, even though we don't remember when our actual anniversary is, when we do remember, we go, oh, we need to go out to dinner. And we always try to find like a new restaurant. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like like going out to dinner for your anniversary is obviously tradition. But like, we're like, no, we want to go to a new place because we're foodies and we we enjoy experiencing new things together. Right. Um yeah i think i don't know i don't know i did uh every every christmas i make a joke about changing christmas to um winter solstice festival because that's who i am mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you know it's like a dad joke mixed in with uh <laughs> societal change yeah yeah so um yeah i, I guess that's about it that's awesome. I don't know. I, I used yeah. I used to um Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I think it's one of those things where I'm sort of like desperate for it because I I feel like there's lost time. You yeah, um, you you look at traditions as a way to make yourself and your family feel welcome. And it's like an established anchor. yeah yeah and I'd, I'd like to think that they they'll have like if you do it enough they'll remember it enough you know what i mean yeah um uh i think you can probably overdo it so i you know i'm trying to explore it um i think you're doing it i think you're doing it the right way because like i remember amy and i had this whole conversation when when she was growing up they're, they w- they always went on vacation, like a big blowout vacation. And that was kind of a point of contention 
um, because it's like we d we don't need to spend like five thousand dollars on some ridiculous vacation every right. year. Right. Because in her head, this is like, oh well, this is how I grew up, and these are the memories I have. It's like right. you you can make memories without spending five thousand dollars. Hundred percent. And um. Yeah, that's the downside of traditions. You got to find the traditions. And what I like about meatball sandwiches is you have to find traditions that one actually means something to you. Like yeah. go going on vacation every year, that doesn't mean anything unless there's something about the specific vacation that right. means something. Right. You know? It's also like as people, right? Like I remember... I remember a handful of vacations. I remember the last vacation I went on with my family when I was 16, when I went to Disney World and the Space Center with them. I remember when I was 12, I went to the Bahamas on a cruise and met my best friend. And I don't remember what I did on that cruise. Right. I, I don't have any relic, but I remember the feeling. Yeah. Um, you know, I, that's a good thing. I think... But, like, for, for me to say, this is what we do during this time. And this is, you know, we, we kind of abide by that to a certain degree. They'll remember little pieces, you know, little little vignettes, like I said. And, and, I, and I think, like, I think at the end of the day, those, those things I'm, I'm so thankful for. Because that's how I hang on to my mom. Um, you know, like, she, she loved for Christmas. She used to, like, make this sausage bread. And I would make it with her from scratch. And then while it was rising, she'd make this salad. And I wasn't so much into the salad, but I'd watch her eat it and we'd sit and talk. And we did that every year. And I absolutely loved that. Have I carried on the tradition? Not so much. My kids don't like salad. I don't like that salad still. Because um, <laughs> I'm not like a big olive fan. But like I could switch it to any other salad. Um, but, you know, I'm gluten free, so it's a little harder to make sausage bread taste like what I grew up eating um but like I remember the moments I remember the moments and, and right. absolutely love it so if they can have that that will make me so so happy when's uh when's meatball day I think we're gonna go for Sunday Sunday um, yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna try and remember I'm gonna try and have a meatball sandwich on Sunday Oh, thanks, with, mate. With you in, in spirit. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna try. <laughs> I have a picture. I have a picture of the meatballs. I made them, um, so I can. I'll put them on Instagram now, right now. <laughs> right now. So shall we do special things or whatever we do? Obsession of the week. Yeah, that's the thing. It's been so long. You don't even know I don't what even we know do what's anymore. <laughs> I thought I took a picture of the meatball. So I am, um, I, okay. My obsession of the week is, um, learning how to speak German. That's more like an obsession of a year. <laughs> or well, something. so, so I, I, I am of German heritage. Um, I, I obviously, I, I, I do not have any like anset like recent ancestry to Germany, mm -hmm. um, but it was just something that we always knew about ourselves growing up, and 
you know, the culture is interesting. And I took two years of German in high school and, uh, I don't really remember any of it. Had an awesome time though. And, um, there is a YouTuber named, uh, Laura Kampf who is in Cologne, Germany. I've been and there. I haven't, I want to go. Um, they have this like special wave that you do. Like if you say in, at a certain time of the year, I am butchering this. I don't remember what you say. But if you go there in a certain time of year, there's two towns. And if you you have to say this one phrase and then uh-huh. the other people from the neighboring town say this other phrase back. Um, That's fun. Yes, it was fun. It was a long time ago. But yeah, Cologne's beautiful. Um, but she's one of my favorite YouTubers. Okay. And I got Amy watching her. Like, I literally, I've watched this. I, I discovered her when she had, like, 4,000 subscribers. Okay. And, and now, now she has? Oh, I, I've, uh, shit. Whatever. Right. I mean, she's, like, super popular. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, I have to look it up now. You can't ask me that question and not expect me to, to answer. She has... <laughs> Um, 724,000 subscribers. There you go. Um, yeah, I remember, I mean, she had like four videos up and I've been watching her this whole time. Um, anyway, so she's German and, um, we were, she recently has been doing this thing where she is, um, restoring this house and, um, she's fluent in, in English, like, you can tell that she's German, but, you know, there's no, like, there's no, um... That's because everyone's fluent yeah. English. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, well, especially in the German school system. But yeah. anyway, um, but so with this house, it's a much bigger, bigger project than she's done before. And so she has, like, this team of people, and mm-hmm. sh- there's a lot more German going on in the background of the videos, and it's always one of those things, German, is it's like, I've always wanted to learn it. And now that we're watching, like, Laura doing these videos with these other people, because usually, usually it's just her, and she's speaking English the whole time. Now she's speaking German and stuff. And um, and I just, I made the comment. I said, we should learn German. Because it, it's fun. Like... One, yeah. learning a new language is fun. And, and then, it's something to bring you guys together. Yeah. And then also, like, like okay, the literal translation of a refrigerator is cold closet. <laughs> like, that's what... I can't, I, don't, I can't even remember what the word for refrigerator is in German, but it translates to cold closet. And there's so many things like that. Like, right. You know, and it's just fun. And so... Um, Amy and I, she was already doing, it's Duolingo, I think is yes. what it is. We have, we, we use that every once in a while. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. And, it's uh. It's cool. It's a great tool. Yeah. Great product. And she was already using it for Spanish. And I was like, well, no, I want to do German. Cause why would I want to learn Spanish in America? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, what? that's, yeah, that. Hopefully, okay. it, like we need like a. a you just get funnier and funnier. I sh- yeah, I do. That was a joke. Like that was we need. I need to have like a padum pump, like sort of thing. Um, so, but yeah, again, non-traditional, traditional. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my my uh, my obsession of the week is my uh, German lessons in Duolingo with, nice. with my wife. So. Nice. What's yours? What you got? <laughs> Thanks for asking. Um, I, I, I look. I didn't think I was gonna be into it, but I I'm definitely into it. Um, I have been listening and just like ran through those three episodes and can't wait for the next one uh, to Archetypes uh, the okay. Duchess of Sussex uh, Meghan Markle has a podcast oh. and um, I it's kind of come to me at the perfect time because uh, because uh, you recently found out you're a princess no oh okay in fact, I'm just self-made and want to be more self-made. Yes. Uh, and I want, I, it's at a time where I'm a little challenged uh, with, like, trying to project how big I want to be. Do I want to be an investor? Do I want to be, um, a, do I want to continue my real estate career? Do I want to just have one job? Do I, You know, like, I'm a very business-minded human because of my experiences in Australia. 40% of the people that live in Sydney work for themselves. That's not necessarily the case. In wow. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot. Yeah, and so, like, it's in me because that's just common speak there. Um, and I, I think I can't ever shake it. Like, entrepreneurialism is, is always sort of... You and I are the same in that way. Um Except you're way better at it than I am. <laughs> I, it's it's it. Entrepreneurialism is a um, is a pursuit in uh, dreams and tire. Um, yeah. And like you, you have to be. You can burn out, and I have burned out, and you know, been moderately successful and, and burned out, and um, but I, you know, I'm at that point where I think like I just want to invest in myself with no apologies. Um, and like pursue it at all costs without pause. Um, like I'm interested in it. I dig it. I'm awakened again. And so this podcast isn't about that. It's about, um, it's about archetypes, you know, the word diva, the word bitch, the word dragon lady, the, Hmm. um, you know, and, and like, and like really what it stems from is, you know, women pursuing, um, you know their dreams and you know what that's perceived in as society sometimes diva can be you know a derogatory right you know kind of thing because you know mariah carey went and you know built her empire right but she's you know she's hard to handle um versus like all the things that she her blood sweat and tears went into um and she's not she's a good example um because i actually thought a lot worse of her so she has shifted my mind and i think that that's why i really liked that episode um i really like serena williams was on there and i loved how normal she was um and then the third episode serena was the first one mariah carey was the second and the third um what the third is uh uh mindy kaling and mm, i love her uh, You know, that's the one if you're like, that's the one that I think would be interesting to anyone um, because she's so intelligent and quick and um, her words are very resounding. Um, And now I I think I might just be like the biggest fan. I mean, and, and no offense to Mariah Carey or Serena Williams, but Mindy Kaling 
seems so much more like down to earth and relatable. I think the most relatable one out of all of them was actually Serena. Well, Serena. Okay. I think that um, just by the way she spoke and, you know, like her aspirations as a parent and um, her, you know, the, the, the things that like her daughter fell and broke her wrist on her watch and like what how traumatizing that was for her. Like she was so, so relatable. I wouldn't say that Mindy Kaling is actually at all relatable because she's chosen as she's honoring in this episode like an, uh, an, an a path that a lot of people don't do mm. a lot of people eventually surrender and get married and then have their kids where she was like I've never met the person that you know embodied what I wanted but I still wanted kids anyway and went and had them so her buzzword for her episode is spinster um, <laughs> and she just did such a good job of like being um, vulnerable enough to like talk through it and, and like you know sharing some insecurities but also saying well fuck it you know right. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what makes sense um, so yeah I, I really did like it and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the next one um, I, I, I love it so uh, that is one and then the other one is murders in the building um I, like I'm just on season two, and like oh. I, the three of them that are in that show, yeah. those are like my three favorite people. Like they came together so perfectly, um, and so my boyfriend, um, he's like lovingly urged me into this because I don't necessarily have the time to be watching shows, but like I'm in now. So um, and like the first season was slower. The second season is quality. And I'm I'm really happy with it. Um, we really like that show. We haven't watched the second season yet because we're still, the kids started watching Stranger Things, mm -hmm. and and so we're we're kind of going through Stranger Things. But eventually, I want to get to Only Murders in the Building. We did Stranger Things with Mira in the summer, so I totally get that. You just yeah. gotta plow through it. You know what I mean? And like, um. It was nice, actually. I, I do like watching... Sh I, I do think it's, like, such a blessing that there are shows that I can watch with Mira. It gives us, like, a shared experience, especially as, like, hormones or uh, the, the moodiness. Right. Like I said to her today, I can't even talk in jest. Like, I, I you know, she just <laughs> jumps off and shuts the door or whatever. And I, I keep saying to myself, you can't be mad. You're her mother. Um, you know, she's right. coming to terms with life in, in a certain way. And, you, you know, at some point you have to learn that you can't be reactive. So today I did not react. Um, and it might be a different story tomorrow. Who knows? But we still have Stranger Things together. And that's right. It. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're at 58 minutes. We know. are. This is big because. Huge. It's a long one. Huge. Well, this was so fun. I had a great time in this episode. And thank you to our listeners that um, bear with me when I <laughs> struggle. <laughs> I, 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 like, I wouldn't... I, I love this podcast so much, but sometimes... And I don't listen to myself. Um, and I think 
I actually wanted to, I like, I had another idea for a podcast where you and I would listen to ourselves and, like, critique oh, each other and ourselves. <laughs> and I think that that would be really powerful because it would, like, let us get better at what we do. Um, <sighs> but I don't listen to myself at all, and I don't listen to any of the episodes because I don't. Um, but then, like I said, when people come on and they're like, you know, they say this thing, I'm like, what are they talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, th- um, I think that's why I know there's been a handful of times where I've told the same story. Yeah, um, no, I'm sure that's but, the, <laughs> I'm sure I've the But thing. it's like because we, we don't pay attention, we don't to, pay ourselves. attention to ourselves. At all. Like there's no like there's no vanity here. We no. just anyway, but I, I do I what I do remember is the feeling that I had in certain episodes and I know um the last one I was struggling and I can hear you like I don't know how to contribute to this conversation because she's just like this angry human. Um like I'm aware of it, <laughs> um, and I, I, you know, thank you for <laughs> hanging in there with me, people. Thank you for hanging in there with me, Sam. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm two years, in, uh, I'm three years in change, divorce. So at some point, I'll land. It'll be fine. Do you do you, real quick before we sign off? Do you do you want to know how many fans we have now? Kinda. Do you remember the math? Forty. We have fifty-seven. Get out! Yeah. This is amazing. Five thousand seven hundred and five downloads. So anyway. Thanks, guys, for thinking of us and listening to us. And yep. I just want to get better for you and keep doing it. So, um, have a wonderful night and. Um. Yeah. Talk to you next time. Talk to you then. Bye. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.